Oh, hello, Mitch. <laughs> John Lovitz here. Yes. Buttoning up for you. <clears throat> Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. From Dennis George, your best friend. Well, he tells me you're turning 38 years old. 38's a great age. I was 38 for about a year. Anyway, you might think being 38 is old. And that's because it's the oldest you've ever been. Anyway, he tells me you know how to uh, read minds. What am I thinking right now? I'm thinking you're 38. Easy. And he tells me you know movie talking about using only one word. Oh, I guess it's when you're in a movie and you go, ooh, great, hot. You mean that shit? I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway, Mitch, I hope you have a wonderful birthday. Could you do me a favor? Can you stop sleeping with Dennis's mom, Leah? I mean, come on. He's your best friend. What the hell is that? And, you know, whatever religion somebody is, it's their business. I don't care. Your boot is terrific. But you got a Buddhist tattoo on your dick? What the f*** is that? Got my teeth whitened. Jealous? Anyway, good luck with your podcast. If you want me to plug the name of it, you got to pay extra. <laughs> Delightful. Well, anyway, happy birthday. I hope you and Dennis have a good time celebrating it in Health. Happy birthday. And now, a whole new way to watch radio. The Dennis George Show. Here's your host, Dennis George. Well, 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 we've got a birthday. That was uh, John Lovitz, our comedian, uh, who decided to weigh in on uh, Mitch's birthday, which we will... Uh, we will discuss at length his tattoo. Uh, <laughs> at length. <laughs> Mitch is here. Hi, Mitch. Hi. <laughs> I, I, I just don't even know. I, yeah. I, I'm speechless. You win. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, Sam is here. Hello, everyone. Sam is here and Sam is back. Yes. Sobered up. Yep, Debbie is here. Yeah. Hey, how do you Seven honey, days honey? sober. Yeah, Denny G is here. Hey, hello. Happy birthday, man. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> so there you have it. There oh. you are. So, uh, yeah. So John Lovitz, uh, you need to listen to his stop sleeping with my mom. That's what he has to say, which I think is fake. Debbie, why are you shaking your head? It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> you boys, you boys. It's fine. It's fine. It's Debbie fine. said I could. All right. You got the age wrong, though. Aren't you 40? Ooh. <laughs> Hold on. I'm driving Ooh. over to your house right Demer. now. All right. Demer. Demer fighting words. Demer fighting words. <laughs> you can speak on that one. Right. Apologize to Mitch uh, times yeah. two now. <laughs> well, yeah. So, hey, did you all know? I okay, so this week I think I went. I think I got out this week more. If I add up the number of times I got out this week compared to over the last say six months or a year, I think I got out more this one week combined total than I did the whole year. I'm not kidding you. I was out. I I I filled up my gas tank twice. Like I haven't done that in a year. Like it. It's like you drove to a different town. Well, I know this because exactly. I know this because I keep a gas log. So when I'm filling out the gas log at the gas pump, I was like, "Oh, this is like I haven't got, like, I got gas like three times last year." I, why? I, why do you keep a gas log? Keep track of mileage, and it also tells me if there's um, 
maintenance Nerd. issues. And then when I do my taxes, I can also uh, claim those expenses. Oh, there you go. That's a good uh, reason. There yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, so I took the car into the car place uh, to get the oil change because I was a bit behind on that deal. According to the yeah, sticker. Yeah. Yeah. How, how, how far behind were you on that? According to the sticker on the windshield, I was supposed to be there December of 2019. But what was the mileage? Were you over on miles too? Yeah, I was. I don't know. Yeah, Uh, done that sooner. So they they came and they showed me the big filter, which was gross looking. But then he said to me, "Well, look at the pollen filter." And I said, "Pollen filter?" He said, "Yeah, this is the this is kept and look at it. It's not even working. It's like all green and gross." And I was like, "You know, that's interesting because I'd been getting in my car lately, and all of a sudden I'd start." Heave, heezing, you know, like wheezing. Wheezing. Wheezing, oh, yeah. not heezing. It was heezing. <laughs> it's, it's Doing both. It was young heezy. It's hacking and wheezing together. Right, right, it's easy. Right. I, listen, I'm making up my own medical terms. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, and he says, yeah. He says, you know, the pollen gets in there. And uh, a lot of people don't really realize that. So you got to get that filter changed. I got that filter changed. Oh, and of this course, was your in-air, in-cabin Yeah, this is the cabin filter. filter. The cabin filter. Not yeah, a pollen, pollen filter. Well, he called it the pollen filter, and that's what oh, I'm Because it was stuffed full of pollen, probably. Yeah. Right. That's what I'm going to start calling it. Um, and <laughs> I like so, it. Yeah. And so I got that change. Of course, they found other things. That's just their thing. What that's did, their job. That's not their – you missed a year's worth of auto tune-ups. Yes, they were going to find things. It's true. Well, almost a year and a half because it was supposed to go in in December of 19 – so my math tells me that's like, you know, a year plus a half. So whatever that is. 18 months. <laughs> 12 plus 6 is 18 months. Thank you, Debbie. Well, it's not, not quite 6, but anyway. <laughs> whatever. It works. Mm-hmm. So, well, so December the- of 19 yeah. till now, I'm going with the higher. I'm averaging. Oh, all right. So, so when you went there, were you wheezing inside your car? And after you got a change, did it go away? He was wheezing. I was right. I was not. But when I got the car back, it smelled really good. Like it was, it smelled clean. Like it like was. They sprayed some stink inside. No, there was no, no, because I tell them not to do that, but they fired it in your filter. But it was, <laughs> So I went out last night. Uh, I was celebrating Mitch's birthday. We, we had a little din din. And um, I had the most fantastic martini oh it was so gross more. i had disgusting. i had a kettle one extra dirty with blue cheese olives i've heard that. oh that sounds good yeah it was so good our server lizzie was fantastic liza liza was fantastic all right you got her name wrong every time she came to the table it's all fine right. it's fine she did point that out at one point yeah uh, after about the 10th different name you gave her she was like you know you give me a different name every time i show up here i'm not the be- they all had wise at the end i i did um lizzie izzy liza well i guess liza doesn't have a wine you threw a light yeah. you threw a lida in there as well i was You're gonna right. point that out that liza does not have a y at the end but i figured you might get there on your own so. i might have thrown a y on there anyway even if it didn't supposed to have one i'm just saying Lizzie. spelling spelling she was fantastic as well so it was it was good fun i think did you ever do that drink without uh, being dirty no, this is, I think this is the first time I pretty much had a martini. I don't really do martinis at all, so I don't remember that I've ever actually had a martini, to be honest. 
Um, and no, you, I don't think I would. No, I would not do that. I absolutely would not do that. The the olive juice made it uh, perfect. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. They made it with olive juice. Well, whatever the extra dirty is, I don't know what's. Yeah. What, wait a minute, what's the extra dirty part? Olive juice. I thought so too. Is Denny G's or something else that they put in there no, for your dirty? They put uh, a little more vermouth in it once in a while. Yeah, a little extra. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. But if you do too much, it's whoa, completely different. Yeah, don't do anything. You know, little this lime mix. maybe, but blue cheese stuffed olives and vodka. There's a good combo. Uh, that's that's just taking shots, Denny G. That's just all that is. You're gonna send me well, back course to the is. clinic, right? Right. When <laughs> I did it my way, cheese, shots with the blue cheese olive chaser. That's what that's what Denny G. I felt mm-hmm. like I felt like it's I'm getting away with not just doing straight vodka when I do that little dirty part. Uh-huh. Um, Kidding yourself. But I will tell you, maybe. I will tell you that I was feeling it. I believe. I don't know, Mitch. Was I a little? Uh, you were trashed. Okay. All right. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It was. We had a good time. It was. It was good. It was. I think it was good. Right? Yeah. It was good. It was good. Yeah. 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 You, uh, you were kind of behaved. Yeah, I did behave, didn't I? Ish. Yeah, I think I was good. I think I did good. Yeah, uh, I did you be- behave? Debbie wasn't there. I wasn't there. Oh. Yeah. I'd trust your opinion. I was worried about inviting her because I needed. <laughs> yeah, she, she might call me right, a little right. bit. She's going to hold me down. Add Debbie to the right now. Wait, 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 wait. I got I to hear why you were worried about inviting no, me. I really wasn't. I really wasn't. Not really. Not really. I'm making up the story now. Uh, but she would put the brakes on. I Listen, if Debbie was there. Liza would have stayed Liza the whole night. I'm just saying. Like, you know, the Liza Lizzie Izzy deal. I'm just very proud that you got it figured out. Yeah. Well, Mitch helped me along the way, so it's fine. It's fine. It's completely fine. Uh, Have you all heard of World Central Kitchen? Yes. This Mm -hmm. organization is absolutely fantastic. Uh, Chef Jose Andres, I never pronounced his name right. Uh, he runs a global organization called World Central Kitchen, and um, they provide uh, food uh, and food relief in disaster situations. So hurricane. They, yeah, right. they do a lot of stuff in Puerto Rico. A lot of stuff in Puerto Rico mm-hmm. uh, where there are earthquakes. Uh, mm-hmm. During the pandemic right now, and in, not just in Indi- India, but, but uh, specifically in Delhi and in places around India, they're they're making uh, meals. Over six thousand fresh meals a day uh, are being delivered to healthcare workers and hospitals in India, uh, and all of this is free. So, uh, and during the pandemic, even in the United States, he was delivering uh, food into neighborhoods that were having uh, food insecurity and food problems during the pandemic, and healthcare workers and those sorts of things. In addition to, as Danny G pointed out aptly well uh other disaster areas when disasters come up as well all for free it's amazing the mechanism that he got to put all that together i mean it's he has learned well he you know he 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 really came from a background of uh logistics he's a chef too but logistics and so he hires people he hires people who understand event logistics and so when they go into a disaster area they they set it up like a huge event and they they're logistics people and so, and they combine that with restaurant tours and food suppliers in that area, and he activates those people, and he's 
really responsible for delivering tens of millions of meals a year uh, across, awesome. the, across the world. Uh, so I, I encourage you to contribute to him. I do. I've been contributing for a couple of years. World Central Kitchen. You can find them online. You can find them on Facebook, social media, everywhere. Uh, and it's it's absolutely amazing. But I just wanted to shout out to them because they're doing an incredible amount of work in India. One of I already knew this, but one of our uh, listeners in India uh, wrote us and and just sent some photos in, um, which I all had already sort of seen because they were the same photos that were posted on World Central Kitchen's Facebook page a couple of days earlier. So I I'd already seen it and knew that they were doing that, but it was good to call it out. Uh, but it's pretty fantastic what they're doing. Um, so I just want to shout out to them because I know we're a comedy show, but I always want to point out some some extra special stuff like that. We care. We do care. Mm-hmm. We do care for sure. Uh, we've got a really fantastic show, unless any of you want to add anything before we roll into the into the next segment. Mitch, do you feel any older? You don't really look any older. No, I'm I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't because you don't you don't you don't seem like you're older. No, I don't feel older. Like you're not cranky or, you know, cuz Oh, start- that's I just had coffee. All right. You want yeah. you want to see me cranky? Wait till, you know, the morning when I don't have coffee. Well, I mean, you've seen me in the morning. Yeah, that's true. You, you just yeah. put the coffee down and walk a- run away. Don't yeah, even I don't talk here. to my family until they've had coffee. <laughs> <Right>. Yeah. I <laughs> stay away life from choices. <laughs> And Debbie, how are you on this fine, wonderful day? Me? I'm yeah. fine. I'm fine. I went to Mexican with Debbie on uh, on uh, Friday night, a uh, couple nights ago, and we had a good time doing Mexican. That was a lot of fun. She she had soup. Now, let me just say one thing. That's Debbie, cheating. Debbie always, it is. Debbie always has the most unique thing. She finds the just the most obscure thing on the menu. I'm just, that's not a criticism. It's an observation. There's a difference. Well, um, is it good? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was amazing. It had broccoli and cauliflower and carrots and some fish and scallops, shrimp, and then fake. fake That's just a waste. What what was the broth like? Was it a was it a thin broth or was it something creamy? It was it was a thin broth. Hmm. Sounds good. Yeah. Well, I thought it was delicious. Mm -hmm. I absolutely loved it. Nice and spicy or not very oh, yeah. spicy? Oh, yeah. Nice. Good and spicy. Tequila shots? Did you do tequila shots? While you're there? <laughs> no, sh- no shots were consumed, but we did have margaritas. Yes. It's really a waste of Mexican because, see, when you go to Mexican, you got to get get the taco, you get the burrito, you get guacamole. Whatever. I want soup. It just seems like, I don't know. It just doesn't you seem don't think Mexican. they eat soup? I, well, I guess they, I never thought of it. I guess they do. I'm so, a Rebo Shrancheros so- person. Yeah. yeah. So so let me just point out the fact that I'm a big girl and I can have whatever I want, wherever <laughs> I want, whenever I want. Yes. So you do Mexican your way and I'll do Mexican my way. You notice that I bring I'll just this do a Mexican. Up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know that I bring this up when I'm at arm's length away from you. I did not dare bring this up when I was sitting next to you at dinner. Just well, I did. I, I will point out to all of our listeners out there that he was very feisty on Friday at one point, and I had to slap his hand. That is because he honked at me. Yes, he was he was honking the horn of my vehicle, which those of uh, listeners out there that know me very well, you Debbie don't doesn't do honk. That you don't do that. At, no, I use my horn yeah. when necessary. He Not when honking for people outside of their house. That's he rude. wasn't moving fast enough. 
That is rude. That's you kind of a regional thing. Like, okay, George. Okay, I will remember that next time. You know, you're not moving. I'm just kidding. You're gonna buy you're yourself gonna an air horn. Air horn. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm bringing, <laughs> I'm bringing an air horn next time I'm riding with Debbie. That's a fantastic idea. Just hanging out my passenger window. Denny G, thank you. That's a great hey, welcome. I am checking your pockets before you get in right. my car That's next time. Right. He won't put them in his pocket, so put it in his prison wallet. <laughs> Do I have a prison wallet? What's a prison wallet? Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> <ew>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've got a you- great show for you. Uh, Debbie has an amazing top 10 list. Uh, since you all are going back to flying on the airlines, apparently you all need just sort of a refresher course on what you can and cannot do on an airplane. Which you so, should, no, no, you no, should no, not no, do. No, no. It, it's not can and cannot do. Yeah. It is what they wish passengers would either be more cognizant of or not do. That's, well, that's really weird. And I wow. think there's some lessons there, though, for sure, for people. But, but I think there are some <laughs> obligatory things that people need to do on planes, like, you know, crop dust as you're walking through first class. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. Uh, you're right. We'll be right back after this message from Audible. Hey, Malcolm, your podcast on Audible, right? That's right. And your new audiobook. I mean, they got everybody on here. Jane Austen, John Cena, sleep stories, meditation. I mean, can you imagine a more fascinating place than Audible? No, I've done the research. You've done the research. Of course you have. Is that a piano? I want to play you something. Can I pet your dog? I wouldn't. The most inspiring minds, the most compelling stories, all in one place. Audible. The Dennis George Show continues after this. I'm Morgan Freeman. I'm not a doctor, but I trust science. And I'm told that for some reason people trust me. So here I am to say, I trust science and I got the vaccine. If you trust me, you'll get the vaccine. In math, it's called the distributive property. In people, it's called taking care of one another. Get the vaccine. Help make our world a safe place for us to enjoy ourselves again, please. The views expressed on Dennis George Show are not our own or anyone else's. Listen at your own risk, and we cannot be held responsible for your ears burning, bleeding, or ringing, or the blurred eyesight. Some things you will not be able to unhear or unsee, and for that, you are warned. Not try anything we suggest or talk about at home, work, or in your car. A reminder, there are no rules and our show is intended for mature audience only. Or at a minimum, those over your states or countries' legal aid of consent. Any experiments, jobs, skills, or sexual positions suggested and or recommended are for comedy purposes only and should not be tried without supervision. Or a spotter. Safety word or phrase is recommended in advance of trying anything new. Any medical advice or comments that seem like medical advice should be reviewed with your own doctor. Or at least check it on Google like we did. Thank Thank you and and good luck. And now, back to the Dennis George Show. I feel like I'm waiting for the noise. I'm waiting for the huh. Yeah, I was waiting for the huh. <laughs> I feel like anything Morgan Friedman would tell me to do, I would do. Like, I feel like he would say, you want McDonald's? You've got to go now. And I feel like I would go. Like, I, I feel like I would have to follow his instructions. Like Mitch pointed out last week, 
It's kind of like the voice of God, and I think it kind of is. Agree. <laughs> He's not always played that role, though. No, he hasn't. That's true. He has not. But you ever see Lucky Number Eleven? Yes. Yeah, that's a great. Movie. I just was watching that. Actually, I'm watching it right now. I'm in the middle of it again. A really, really good movie. Yes, it I is. I love it whenever he does Kansas um, City Shuffle documentaries. Yeah, his yeah. voice is just so soothing. Isn't he responsible for the whole penguin deal? The March what of the what penguins? do you mean responsible yeah. for the penguins? the march the march of the penguins? Yes, he narrated like he's the director. That. Yeah, he didn't make a march. He narrated it. Right, yeah. he narrated it. So, it was, <laughs> so he's responsible for that debacle. We talked about that a couple podcasts ago. Where debacle? Where they remember? Where they we were we thought penguins are mating for life and they all followed around each other for life. That's not true. Like let's, remember, let's we clarify. had a whole conversation about this. We did not think that penguins mated for life. You thought that <laughs> penguins made it for life. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> I'm just saying. So, you ever watch the all the extras from the March of the Penguins? No, I've actually never watched it. Oh, really? It's, it's, I thought it was to... in black and white, so I just didn't watch. It. <laughs> no, so, no, I don't I thought... even go down that path. Don't go down there. I'm yeah, they, they, you know, my family said they were going to watch this March of the Penguins. Are you kidding me? And I, I, I so I, after watching it, I went and looked, looked at all the extras because it was so fascinating. But they show them strapping cameras and stuff on the penguins and See, talk, you know, gonna, just not does animal not cruelty. Right. Exactly. No, I wouldn't. No, <laughs> I don't think that was, right. was a good I'm with you, Sam. Or yeah. documentary, I guess. Yeah. Have you, have you guys not seen any of the wildlife photography with the penguins? Penguins are just very naturally curious little creatures so when somebody is photographing them and taping them those little boogers will come over and hang out with whatever's yeah, happening doing? right right so they Where yeah and that's that's yeah it's fine huh. They're fine maybe They're i see the penguin fine. as a pet can i have it as a pet no i think no. your temperature no. in your house would be pretty cold Oh, no, the like temperature it. in this house is perfect for a penguin. He still can't have one. All right. He keeps his house at Arctic Tundra. Right? Fine. That's no, fair. In his house. It's fine. It's fine. I do like it a little colder than normal. It's true. I have to break through the icicles to get through the front door when I go visit. <laughs> yes. It's fine. Weird people news. Uh, listen to this. Have you guys ever heard of the popular video game called Among Us? Nope. Yeah, I haven't either. Uh, apparently, it's a pretty popular game. So, a McDonald's Chicken McNugget. The Wait, Bears... hold on one second. Yeah. Is, do you know what platform it's on? Is it like computer? Is it PlayStation? Teen Nintendo? Do you know? I don't know. Oh, Xbox. Oh, okay. 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 It's, an X it's an Xbox game. Go ahead. I was um, just wondering. A McDonald's Chicken McNugget that bears a resemblance to a player character in the popular video game Among Us sold on eBay. For just under a hundred thousand dollars, this is a McNugget, a piece, a, a piece of chicken. I uh, the auction started at ninety nine cents. Can we not call it chicken? Because let's be honest, that's true. All right, pressed. Can we just call it a McNugget? How about pressed parts? Um, yeah. The listing said that the Among Us shaped nugget came from McDonald's, a McDonald's BTS meal. Now BTS is the combo meal inspired by the K-pop band BTS. You guys don't know what that is, right? You know who BTS yeah, sure, is? Sure, they're pretty good. Yep. Really, Denny G, do you have their posters? You got their pull out. You got their pull bedroom from Teen Beat. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Are we adding them to the apology list? Oh, uh, we better. Uh, the seller promised BTS. the McNugget would be delivered in edible condition. 
Now, if you pay nine, the, the total cost $99,997 was the winning bid. If you paid for that, would you eat the McNugget? I'm just not sure. No. Um, they said the seller promised the McNugget would be delivered in edible condition. Quote, the food product has an average expiration of about 14 days and will be delivered prior to expiration. The listing Does it have to be refrigerated? I don't know. The eBay probably not. It's a big nugget. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> right. There's nothing that's going to. You go can leave it in the back seat of your car. Apologize, McDonald's. Apologize, McDonald's. That's true, Debbie. Right. Oh God, how are we adding McDonald's to the apology list? Now, someone yeah. suggested. You know, you can comment. Parts. Right, you can comment on the uh, on the auction. Someone suggested that it should come with a packet of McDonald's Szechuan sauce. I guess that's a shout out to the BTS group. Um. I have Szechuan, and at buyer's request, I will ship the nugget, was the response from the seller. Uh, it's unclear whether the buyer requested a different sauce. That's, I guess that's important. You know, for $99,000, I would yeah. hand deliver that just to see who was crazy enough to spend $99,000 for a nugget, and I'd bring some extra ones and maybe make some extra cash. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> I mean, for $99,000, if you pay me $10,000, i will go ahead and make you some McNugget shaped however... However right. the hell, yeah. you want to, we can I get molds, table. we can I, do this. Whatever you want. Cookie cutters, right? Just roll it out, you know, for sure. See, but that that misses the point of the spontaneous shaping. That, that oh. you know, having cut out, you know, formed stuff, that just kills the whole spontaneous It's shaping. Now, I saw a documentary on how they make McNuggets, and it's, 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 it's troubling. Um, so you watched a documentary about how they make Chicken McNuggets. Yes. But you did not watch March of the Penguins. Right. Yeah. True. Enough said. Okay. I mean, yeah. Debbie, here, yeah. Debbie, here's Fine. my question is that if, if we actually do get like the rolling pin and we actually get the cookie cutters, is that like the legal equivalent of printing money? Yes. <laughs> if we can get them on eBay and get a hundred thousand dollars for a pressed cookie McNugget. Absolutely. It's New just a weird flu. I once got a animal cracker that it looked like one cracker was mounting the other cracker animal. Did you put it on eBay? I think I have a picture of it on my phone, so I'll try to find it so we can post it to our page. Well, you know, a lot but of people are selling. No, he didn't put it on eBay. Okay, a lot of people are selling digital originals. You should sell the digital original photo yes, you could do on that. eBay. Yeah, yeah. McNugget cryptocurrency. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we could start our own cryptocurrency. Fantastic. Oh, um, in other weird people news, police in Massachusetts said a man who drove his SUV onto a golf course and became stuck on the sixth hole told officers he had been led astray by his GPS app. Now, so, I actually believe that because I've been like Dennis, you and I have been driving, and oh, your yeah. damn Tom Tom, or as I like to call it, Dick Dick. It's true. All right. <laughs> well, telling us to Tom Tom. Yeah, it's telling us to get up like make a left onto the highway. There's no on-ramp there. There has right. never been an on-ramp there. Right. All right. And, it, and Dennis is still following the damn thing until it tells him to make the left, and then he misses it, and then he follows Tom Tom's direction to circle back around. We yep. did that three times. It's true. It's absolutely true. But You have a Tom Tom? Yeah, it's a it's a GPS device you can buy. Like I know what it is. When's yeah. the last time you updated it? Oh, I don't think I've ever updated it. Well, no wonder. <laughs> right. No. But, I mean, yeah. there was never an on ramp there, Denny. Ever. Yeah, it's I not like there saying. was one and they tore it down. Mm -hmm. So I got into my car the other day and I was driving out to 
a place I had never been in Lake St. Louis, and I punched in the location, and it's a grassy field. And I'm like, all right, well, that's where we're going. So my, my GPS took Here me we to, go. The GPS took me to the middle of a grassy field. Now, I knew well enough not to drive into the grassy field, which, by the way, was no longer a grassy field. There's lots of houses there now. But it's fine. So... And then that was, I didn't, no, I didn't update that either. That's 2011, so it's 10 years old. So I guess I should get my maps updated. I'm just saying, but I would not drive. ways on your phone? I would not drive onto, well, here's the thing. I would not drive onto a golf course. Here's the thing. So the guy who drove on the golf course said he was using ways. Hmm. Yeah. That's what traffic costly. You avoided traffic. That's what Waze yeah. does. Hope you That's avoid not... traffic congestion. That's a good point. Maybe Waze rerouted him to the the you know the best place. It was a he made a big wide turn. He might know he might have missed the. So, yeah. so Waze actually took yeah, me to a cemetery once more on the way to Debbie's house. And I mean, like I'm driving through the cemetery and I'm on road that like you know each side of the road is like you know a foot and a half off from the other side. I'm in my Camaro. I'm like I'm going to rip out the gas tank from the bottom of my car. Who, whose house are you going to? Yours. Yes, I know exactly where you were. What in the world did it do? Why? Why did it send you I on don't that know. road? No, there was no traffic. It was routing him a place yeah. that had no traffic. Quickest route. Were right. you doing ways or were you doing GPS? Ways. Okay. It, it, um, I don't know much about ways, but can you avoid like highways and stuff? Can you put stuff in there to do that? You can do like avoid tolls and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. I don't know if you can avoid highways though. Okay. No. Uh, other news. Um, this is funny. I sent you all the picture that goes with this story because I wanted you all to see this. Um, and I'm going to hold the picture up. So this is the picture. So you can see. I don't know if you can see it. We get nothing. Yeah, you're getting nothing. Yeah, no, right. we can't okay. see it. Okay. Just share your screen. It's a regular kitty cat. I'm just going to say it's a picture of a kitty cat. Okay. Officials at a Pennsylvania high school said a bobcat that prompted the building to be evacuated when it was spotted inside, turned out to be an escaped house cat. West Scranton High School officials said students were sent home Tuesday morning when security's cameras captured what appeared to be a bobcat wandering loose inside the building. Animal control officers agreed that the feline appeared to be a bobcat and alerted the state game commission. The animal was captured inside the building, and officials quickly discovered it was not a bobcat, but a domestic cat. Um, I should point out something. It looks like a regular small cat. It's not a bobcat. I don't understand. Who, who is monitoring these cameras? Debbie, go. Dennis, first of all, you need to calm down. All right. <laughs> Second of all, that particular breed of cat does look like a bobcat. Here's oh, come on. What, what was the breed no, of cat? I'm sorry. It, uh, what? I'm sorry. What was the breed of cat? It's a clouded jack is the name of the breed. And they do. the very Their markings are practically exactly the same. Yeah. But the thing is, it wasn't a full grown. It wouldn't have been, even if they saw it on the camera, they wouldn't have thought it was an adult full grown. Yeah. Regardless, if they think it's a wild animal, they need to evacuate the children. Here's the second thing. They, depending on the clarity of the, and the actual, you know, how camera. high quality the camera is, right. they may not have had a good enough picture to actually realize that it was a domestic cat and not a wild. You know what it was, Debbie? You know what it was, Debbie? I don't think I want to hear your answer. <laughs> I don't think they need to evacuate the children. Yes, all right. That's just survival of the fittest. All right. Let them go. All right. Here's what it was. It was it looked a black, like Bigfoot. It was a black and white camera. I'm telling you. 
<laughs> he is going to drive to your house. We'll have to I got nothing so to do hard. after this. Google won't be able to find I got find nothing him. to do after this except go beat <laughs> to a pulp. No, you're right, though. They probably yeah, have old cameras. They probably have old cameras that don't have, because it's a school, and they probably don't sure. have the most high-def cameras. And so there's some security guy working overnight. He's a little tired. And he glances up and looks at the screen. Oh, my God. It's can't, no, Dennis. It, it can't be at night because they evacuated the kids. I don't know what the kids are doing there at night. night but, you know, again, if they're there at night, don't evacuate the kids. They broke in. They let them point. deal with it. That's a fair point, too. Yeah. yeah. I still say we shouldn't evacuate the kids. Let them deal with right. it, too. But, you know, they're, Debbie They're beautiful cats. I just want to point out. That's a beautiful breed of cat. They are beautiful beautiful cat yeah i wasn't dissing on the the bobcat cat cat it wasn't a cat house cat cat i was just saying it's a cat i love that you're calling it a bobcat now bobcat right right the bobcat's cat cat dennis what was the name of that cat i want to hear you pronounce the name of that cat Clouded Jack Cat. No, 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 no. The actual name of the cat because they found oh. a microchip. Go to the last paragraph. Oh, oh. Kakashi. Yes, you got that one right. Nice. That, was the, that was the name of the kitty cat. He was reunited with the Johnson family Tuesday afternoon because he had a microchip on him that identified who he belonged to. So maybe they were sending him in there from some education. I don't know. I think he was in there. When you get Alzheimer's. I think he was in there mousing. So, yes, you're right, Denny G. I think people who yeah, – I should get a microchip. That's not a bad Yes, idea. you should. Yeah, you're right. That's not a bad idea. <laughs> I'm sorry. Was that too soon to agree no, with you? Mitch, no, Mitch. perfect. Mitch, no, don't but you I don't remember? Like Wait, no... don't you remember, Mitch? We chipped him last year. Oh, really? You just to turn the app on on your phone. Oh, yeah, that's God. right. Oh, Lord, you all. Okay, uh, Debbie's top ten list coming up after this. Stick around. <laughs> Find us online at DennisGeorgeShow.com. Hey there. Catch us 24-7 on social media. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter and Good Pods. On Alexa and Google Assist, say, play Dennis George Show podcast. If you have... Oh, birthday boy is gone. Who's going to do the spank? I am not. Oh, all right. It's right there. If you have a question or comment, send us an email at podcast at dennisgeorgeshow.com. Or if you're just looking for a date, if we read your question or comment on the show, we'll send you a Dennis George Show t-shirt. That's podcast at dennisgeorgeshow.com. Now back to the show. I'm not doing the spanking this year. I think I did the spanking last year. So someone else has got to gotta buck up to that deal. I'm just Who's saying. spanking who? It's Mitch's birthday. I think someone's got to. Oh, you're spanking. spanking him for his birthday. God. Your mom's already volunteered. <laughs> oh, my God. Who didn't see that coming? Seriously. <laughs> it's just awful. I need to show my mom the uh, John Lovitz video. <laughs> True. Yes, I just, I'm just terrified for when my mom sees the John Lovitz right, video. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> It's fine. it's fine. I'm so excited for that. I can't put it into words. I can't decide if I'm just gonna let it happen or maybe like pre-warn her. Like uh, no, warn like her. No, no, let like, her stumble into it. Like mom, I don't have a tattoo on my. No, let her stumble into it. Because I want her to ask the question, and I want to see how the question comes out. I just really <laughs> wish I could see her face whenever she watches it. 
Yeah. I need somebody there to videotape it, though. All right. Can't we questions. get her on Zoom and then show it to her while she's on Zoom and record it? Yes, I think that should be arranged. That's what that's what we should do. That's the right way to do it. <laughs> Guys, I enjoy that I'm still in her will. All right. <laughs> as far as you know. Right. As far as I know. Right. right. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Debbie, you've got a top 10 list for us. Hit us. It's the list of what airline workers say are the top 10 things that people do but should not do. Okay. Okay. So this is just, this is just rude in my opinion. Yeah. Saying thanks for finally showing up when a flight is delayed. Like saying that to the flight attendant? Yeah, that's that's oh, the impression like I'm getting from this one. It doesn't it doesn't yeah, say and they have any control of that. Yeah. That's my yeah. That's just and rude. It is just rude. And I you know, you have to keep in mind that these folks are not necessarily they don't have as much time in between flights sometimes no time yeah right if yeah. a flight gets delayed then they get delayed to the next flight it's right the cascading effect so i mean yeah. that's just rude so you right. know what listeners if you're doing that please stop, stop it knock it off that's yeah, just knock rude. It off. i agree yeah so it it's they it, in this particular write-up underneath that one it says they often only get 45 minutes to an hour between flights well that's not so, much cushion yeah. time if there's any delays Can I well, you gotta go so, from gate to gate yeah. yeah, and yeah. sometimes you have to grab food, right. bathroom, yeah. you know. So one of my, I was flying back from Amsterdam, and this actually made the entire flight late. But literally, right as the plane was about to get onto the taxiways, somebody um, in one of the rows behind us threw up. And instead of making us all go through the flight smelling all that, they actually turned the plane around. All right, took them like 20, 25 minutes to like you know bring a steam cleaner in there and clean it up. But I'm entirely thankful that they were. And like we got yeah. to the gate in DC and people were pissed that that plane was like, like, it's finally here. I'm like, you just don't know. Yeah, yeah. Right. And I, I, I know that they do that. Well, I should say this. I have heard that they do that for international flights. Domestic flights are a little bit different just because you're not usually in the, the mm -hmm. air for so long. But yeah, right. a lot of, there are a lot of things done for international flights versus domestic. So Yeah, and to Mitch's cool. point, you just don't know what people are going through yeah. prior to showing up exactly. you don't know the just, circumstances yeah so just keep your mouth shut right just be kind for goodness sake be yeah kind so number nine trying to join the mile high club yeah that's the most disgusting thing i've ever heard in my life because you're in the bathroom for goodness sake people and that's just a gross place why would you do that in such a gross place right listen i'm a bigger guy there's no room in there i mean i've got i've been trapped in there and there is there is no room for another person to join me in there. I'm just like, I just so, say. So I have to, I, I'm, I'm calling out one of my cousins. I, I don't believe he listens to the podcast, but he's 6'8". Okay, so I just want to put that out there first. The rest of the story will All guy. And he worked on submarines due to the nature of his work with the Navy. Oh, no. He was in the Navy. And a guy who is 6'8", in the Navy... On a submarine, this is not a place for a really big guy. Sounds like no. a lot of head trauma. They would go out yeah. for like three months at a time, and the captain would tell everybody, if you see, you know, whatever his rank was, you know, standing here in this spot, because there was only one spot where he could stand up straight in the submarine. He, the captain told everybody, go around, go a different way, go around. But he was taking a shower, and he got stuck in the shower because the doors open inward. No, yep. he, he's six eight. He's not a petite guy, and he got stuck in the shower. It took him a while to like, figure out how to maneuver that so that he could get out. I'm like, oh Lord, have mercy. Yeah. Oh Lord. Yeah. 
So anyway, I was uh, I was flying once and I was sitting next to a woman who I did not know was a stranger. And she asked me if I wanted to go to the bathroom. And I did. I couldn't. I didn't know if that was her trying to offer <laughs> to go with me. Yes. Or if she was being polite, like for me to go because she nope. thought I needed to go. Nope. But I, I passed. I'm just going to say. Yeah, well, here's a question. Did she need to go to the bathroom and she wanted to get out? No, she was on the aisle and she and she stood up and she looked at me and she said, do you want to go to the bathroom? And was smiling. Mm-hmm. And I said, no, I'm fine. And then she went down to the bathroom. So I think it was an invitation. So weird. Mm. You can stay in your seat. You don't have to go to the bathroom. You do it right there in the seat. Yeah, I agree. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking that, but I was just, I was afraid of Debbie. All right. I was like, who needs to go to the bathroom to join her the eyes, high club? Her eyes twitching again. So yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> Number eight. <standing laughs> just go right on by it all. Fine. Fine. Right. Standing up when the seatbelt sign is on. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Don't yeah. Do that. It, it really, it can cause a lot of issues. Air traffic controls are yelling at people because they can't complain while people are at blah, blah. You know, there's a whole lot there. I really I wish on- people would just stay seated and then stand up at each row and exit the plane. I hate it whenever like everybody stands up at one time and it's like, we got to get off this plane. Mm-hmm. It's not going to go People any stay off their phones until they got off the plane. I need to, so about standing up, right? It's, I'm 6'3", and like usually at the end of a flight, my restless leg syndrome is kicking in. For some reason it have on a flight, like it'll kick in. It's like, yeah, we land and that buzzer turns off that we can un- unhook our seatbelts. I'm up. I'm yeah. sorry. I got to stretch. I'm a but big are you guy. Pushing your way, are you pushing your way up the aisle to try no, to No, I'll out? actually get in the aisle to basically yeah. like put it as a notice to everyone behind me. Wait your turn. Yeah. yeah it would I, really work really good for people that have to transfer though if you remain mm-hmm. seated and let those people off. Well, they tell mm-hmm. you though, when that happens and there's close connections, they'll tell you, please stay seated. Yeah. We got some people that really need to get off first. Yeah, but it doesn't really buy you much time, not really. I mean, oh, yeah, it does. If you're in the back it? of the plane. Yeah, if you're in the back yeah. of the plane. And you're on a big plane. Yeah. <laughs> All right, fine. All right, All number right. seven is leaving a ridiculous amount of garbage behind. Again, that's just that's just, that's just rude. rude. You brought it on. Yeah, you take little, it off. Yeah. I mean, like. The little write-up under this, you guys got to hear this. This little write-up just threw me for a loop because I didn't know what to do with this. It's in, in quotes. So this is somebody actually telling a story. Last week, I had a grown couple spit huge globs of gum onto the floor and then step on it to try to rub it in. Who does this? Right. What? Doesn't it stick to your shoe? What, what the hell? What are you doing? Right. Exactly. What? Mm-hmm. I mean, Oi, I had I been on that flight, I totally would have rubbed their been face in my finger. It. I'd have been lecturing those people. I mean, people. the stewardess, like, first of all, they come oh. by before the flight ends with a trash bag and like, you know, hey, right. you, all right, and don't demean them by making them like pick literally go into the seat pockets and pick out your trash. Right. Their main job on that flight is not necessarily to pick up the trash after you when you're done, not necessarily to even serve. The, yeah. That's disgusting. The their main job there is to make sure that plane can be evacuated in 30 seconds when it needs to be. Yeah. That's right? disgusting. If you're going to put the gum anywhere, put it underneath the tray. <laughs> sure. So that when and it's an it upright up position, seat, then you, can everybody can see it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or under the seat. We, this is why we don't travel together. That way, when you On have the flotation plane. device, you have the gum. <laughs> right. All right. Number number six. Something have you ever on. have you ever chewed someone else's gum that was sitting there? Like you peel it off. Ew. Who are you? Have you done this? Hit the button. 
Depends on the kind. Yeah. Dennis, I want a button too. All right. <laughs> Debbie's not quick enough with the button sometimes. I want one too. Okay. I was in shock. I apologize. I was in shock. I understand, Debbie. That. All right, fine, fine. No gum. Number number six is blaming check-in agents for delayed or canceled. Yeah, that's months. that's asinine. Yeah. Why? Why right. would you do that? Why? I'm just blaming uh, anybody I, that you can get to for a, a, a canceled flight. All right. That cancellation yeah. did not come from anybody in the airport. The gate, They're just right? so frustrated, but that does not make it okay. No, I agree. No, yeah, no. The weather outside is the gate agent's fault, which is hysterical. <laughs> right. I used to work at an answering service, and I always would let people vent, get you know, get it out of their system, and then I would say, you know, I have no control over that or whatever they were venting. I would have a, a good response for, but I, you know, I as soon as they start cursing on me, I was like, bloop, hanging up because I I don't get paid enough to listen to you curse me. There's a viral. Fair. There's there's a viral newscast or a newscast that went viral about 15 years ago and it was a newscaster and a weathercaster and they're live on the air and the newscaster says to the weathercaster man when are you going to stop with this rain and the weathercaster looks at the newscaster kathy i'll stop the rain when you stop the carjackings (laughs) not wrong that's perfect (laughs) oh my god Number five. But that personifies for me the whole gate thing. Like completely. Like you're there bitching about what? Like they have nothing to do with this. Well, it's just it's not completely out of their control and they have to deal with the situation. There is no reason to freak out on those gate agents. Yeah. When it's yeah. Like you all said, it's not their fault. They have no control over it. So get over yourself. You're not that important. I'm sorry. But be nice, for goodness sake. All right, number five. I can honestly say I've never seen this happen on a plane, and I, I thank the Lord for that. Changing your baby's dirty diaper on the passenger seat. I've seen this. Never seen I can this. believe it. Yep. I don't, that's, that's just rude. And I, I just didn't know, I just didn't know what to say. Like, I was, it was across the aisle for me, and I just, I felt like it was none of my business, but then I'm like, really? That's not really the place to do that. But I don't know where else you would do that. Mm-hmm. But I don't know the they leave the dirty diaper in the back <laughs> seat. In back the seat. The <laughs> but but we don't know again, we don't know the circumstances of this. I mean, what if the like if the kid is crying, it's a turbulent because they've got a dirty diaper, it's a turbulent flight, so the seatbelt sign is not going off. And even if it was off, the mother's probably like, I'm not gonna walk down an aisle with my baby with this turbulence. All right. And so, I mean, it's here as you know, everybody's miserable because the kid's screaming. Yeah, but I let him scream. I, if it's turbulent, you don't do it. You don't. I change my diaper uh, in the lavatory. I don't just, yeah. just in the seats, a bad place for that. No excuse. Right. Yeah. Dennis, you're, you're dating yourself there, Dennis. Yeah. You know that. True. Right? Yeah. I hear what you're saying, Mitch, but I, I really just don't think that that's the, the appropriate time to take off a baby's diaper while turbulence is going on. I mean, that sounds like it could be a real <laughs> shitty situation. You poop everywhere. Right. Just going to hit the fan. Right. And oh, maybe grab too. And if it's oh. a little boy, you can right. have more than just poop. That's right. Spraying. Water fountain. The fountain. Oh, all right. Just Everybody saying. gets a golden shower. Yeah. <laughs> number four. Ring the bell. Ring the bell. Ring the bell. Number four. Number four. Walking ding, around with the trolley. Sorry. Barefoot. Clang, clang, clang. Barefoot. Barefoot on plane. 
Yeah, yeah taking your gross. shoes off on a plane is just disgusting. I think it's gross that you have to you go have through security on? that way, but I mean, I get mm-hmm. the reason. If you have socks on and you take your shoes off, but you're not moving around without your shoes on, right. I'm fine with that. Totally. Unless but your feet stink when you're or you're stepping around. in the gum. You're not moving around. Well, that's a whole nother issue right there. <laughs> yeah, but I, you know, because I've, I've seen people take their shoes off, but they have socks right. on and they're yeah. just sitting in their mm-hmm. seat. But if they get up, they put their shoes back on before they move around. Guilty. I, I did that I whenever get... I flew overseas because I was trying to get comfortable to sleep, mm-hmm. right? And I don't sleep yeah. in shoes, so I felt that was very weird. Right. Your feet sweat. What about the diaper, Sam? I've yeah, I do. I diapers. doubt he sleeps in diapers either. I don't ever change my diaper. I've never changed my diaper. Fair enough. All right. And I mean, plus, actually, on long flights, you don't want to take your shoes off. All right. Because on a long flight, you're this is true. Slow, and you'll you'll leave the flight with a cankle. All right. Why aren't you, you wearing compression socks? Yeah. I couldn't get my cowboy boots back on. Yeah. Compression socks, long flights, long yeah. drives, compression socks. Kids. Nobody told me that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Super I now know. You look Highly like a dork, but it helps. <laughs> Doesn't matter what you look like as long no. as you know, right. I don't care. So, so this is, yeah, you know me too. <laughs> I don't care. Number three, this was one that I didn't really think about. And I don't know that I've ever done it, but it's just something I never thought about before. Sam does this. Stacking all the little plastic cups and bowls that comes come with meals. Now, the reason that you shouldn't do that for them is because everything has to go back into its place the same way it came out so if everything was in a particular order because they have to put it back in that same way stacking doesn't help them and then they have to touch the stuff with all the food residue yeah i didn't think a thing about that but it makes 100 i'm really sorry it makes complete sense because like the galley setup where everywhere like the shelves are just only wide enough so if turbulence happens things don't go flying everywhere but and so you're right that makes complete sense yeah so i I am a stacker yeah. I didn't know well, this one either. Well, Sorry, I, I will stop. It's okay. They understand that you're trying to do it. You know, it, it comes from a place of attempting to help. They do understand yeah. that. So please stop. Okay. <laughs> I'm listening. Number two, expecting free drinks from flight attendants. So, so the write-up on this one says, stop expecting free alcohol because you handed me a $3 bag of candy you bought in the airport. I'm a grown man. You didn't make my day by giving me a Hershey's kiss. Slip me a 20 instead. I'll give you an open bar the rest of the flight. You know, we did <laughs> that. We were on a, know. Yeah, we were on a flight to Vegas and we started running a tab because there was like eight of us. And then about halfway wait, wait, through the guy. Wait, 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 wait. You ran a tab on the airplane? Yes. <laughs> yeah, so we're running a tab on the airplane. Style. <laughs> we're running a tab on the airplane. About halfway through, the flight attendant said, hey, you need to settle up because your tab's getting pretty big. So we did and we tipped them at that time. But when we'd settled up and we were still drinking. And so the drinks came free after that. <laughs> you know what? I need to do the open bar on the airplane. That's fantastic. Yeah. 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 You know, we're going to drink a lot. So instead of doing every drink like this, we're just because we're, we're buying drinks for everybody, you know, and yeah, oh my God. open a tab. <laughs> yes. I apparently need to fly with Denny G. To Bite. Right. Bite. Right. <laughs> All right. I'm doing that on my trip to Florida coming up. We're just going to open a tab. That's fantastic. Yep. All right. <laughs> Number one, crowding the luggage carousel to get your bags faster. And and the write-up on this, all in quotes, said, did you know that the closer you stand at the baggage claim carousel, the faster your bag arrives? It's science. Look it up. 
warp speed for the ones that let their kids on the carousel. Too. <laughs> it's true. Like I, I don't crowd it unless like if I get there first, then I'm just going to naturally stand there, you know, and wait. But then I, you can feel this natural pressure of people like pushing you forward. And that, at that point, I'm like, okay, I'll wait. As soon as that the first bag comes up and you see it, <laughs> yeah, everybody uh, goes, whoosh. Uh, right. And the anxiety build. I Calm did down, crowd. Calm down. I did crowd it once because, so when I was flying to Amsterdam, my suitcase that I had flying to Amsterdam, it was, it was on its last legs. I mean, it was. I mean, zippers were breaking on it, and I'm like, that thing's gonna come flying down the chute, and it's just, and it did. It flew down the chute, the zipper broke, and it flew open. <laughs> so yeah, I was there for that. All right, I was like, nope, nope, no one gets to see my unmentionables. That's there. There's a different. There's a reason for that one, yeah. though, Mitch. There's there's a definite reason. It's like I was one step above like Tommy Boy, where he puts it all in the in the trash bags and tapes it shut. I'm like hmm, that's gonna be me. Oh, well, thank that you. That was Debbie. it. 10 to thank, 1. Thank you, Debbie, for the list. As you go back to flying, some of you are starting to return to a new normal and flying and traveling think a lot about more. It. Yeah, think about it. Give it some thought. You know, cut the airline uh, flight attendants a little bit of slack. You and know? still give people the six feet distance. Yeah. It yeah. is actually very nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and don't forget to check your Karen. All right. He goes in the underhead. He goes in the under storage compartment with the rest of the baggage. All right. She will meet you at your destination. All right. But check Karen. Yeah. Uh, coming up. After Unless the break, you're a nice Karen. Right. Coming up after the break, uh, listener questions. I have compiled the top three questions that listeners have been asking us over Uh-oh. the whole season. So these are the top three questions we're going to get to right after this. Is I number one, it. what's wrong with us? <laughs> Stick around. <laughs> The Dennis George Show continues after this. Check out our YouTube channel. It's a whole new way to watch radio where you can find each episode of our show. Just search Dennis George Show. Like us and subscribe. See you there. Hey, this is Mitch from the Dennis George Show. If you have a question, comment, new sexual position, things I should do with Dennis's mom or looking for a date or even looking for a date with Dennis's mom, send us an email at podcast at DennisGeorgeShow.com. If we read your question or comment on the air, we'll send you a t-shirt. That's podcast at DennisGeorgeShow.com. And now, back to the show. Well, we're back. So these are the... Now, I'm not going to I'm not gonna do the login deal. Well, I guess we have to, right? So we got got a, a, a little time here. You compiled it already. Come I on. Did. You're, all right, yeah, he, he compiled it and emailed it to himself. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I won't subject you to it. So here are, these are the top three questions uh, that we get from viewers and listeners of the podcast. So I thought what we do is I would throw out the question and we would go around and you can, don't have to answer these. Just want to throw that, want to throw that out there. Uh, and you could just, you know, however you want to. However, I feel that whole last part was for Debbie with the look she was giving you. Maybe, all right? maybe. That number one. Last, yeah. Guaranteed. Yeah. I guarantee it. I lay money down on that. We might end up having to apologize me to me again after this. Oh, thing. I don't think so. So the number one, the number one question asked. Uh, now, they don't always ask it quite this way. They ask okay. it in a variety of different ways. But uh, of, of us, who's married, who's not married? So a lot of times I'll get questions about, 
is so-and-so single or is so-and-so dating? So I've compiled it into the same category of, you know, who's married. So that's just the easiest way to get it. Because I get it. I get this question a, a wide variety of different ways. Uh, so this is the easiest way just to categorize the question. I will answer it first. Are you married? My my answer is I'm married to my friends. That's how I'll answer that question. So, <laughs> Debbie. <laughs> <laughs> so you're from Utah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Apologize to Utah. Oh yeah, right. Mark. Oh, yeah. Apologize to Mormons. <laughs> yep, I'm there. Mm -hmm. Yep. 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 Uh, Debbie, did you want to answer that question? Are yeah, you I am not married. You're not married. Okay. Um, Anyone else want Mitch? You want to go next? They put a thing, a ring on it. Okay, Sam. Sam's got a ring on. All right. I like Sam. That's kind of he didn't really answer the question, but he's got a ring, so you can take that for what it's worth, I guess. Yeah. They liked it at least. Right. <laughs> the ringer or the finger or what? The Me. ringer. <laughs> the ringer. The ringer. What's the ringer? the ringer? I don't know. I mean, I'm doing the mashup of the words again. Mitch, what about you? <laughs> uh, yeah, got a ring. Okay, got a ring. Denny G. Yes, um, don't have a ring. Don't have a ring. Yes, but don't have a ring. All right. Mm -hmm. Maybe you should ask for a ring. No, no, no. Dangerous. Oh. Okay. <laughs> In your line of work? It was, yes. The yes, second I just <laughs> I but but are you are you not retired? Yes. <laughs> but right. I still do a lot of stuff around the shop. No. Okay. okay. Uh the second question we get most often, which I admittedly I think quite a few of our listeners think we're alcoholics. Um, so, so this hmm, question, fair. this question makes some sense. Um, what is your favorite drink? Now, again, people ask that question in a wide variety of different ways, but I've, I've been able to sort of put it down into one simple question, which is what is your favorite drink? And again, I'll go first. So I don't know that I have a favorite drink, although I will tell you that the kettle one, uh, with, with the extra dirty, that I got last night was really fantastic. And I, that stems back to, uh, I knew a friend of mine who owned a vodka bar. And early on, this is, you know, 10 years ago, he said, you know, you really need to learn the differences in vodkas. I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, so he poured four different types of vodka into glasses for me. He didn't tell me what they were. Mm -hmm. And he said, try these. And I tried each one. And you could really tell the difference between, say, what would be considered a, a regular rail vodka or something up to Grey Goose, all the way up to Kettle One. And you could really tell how vodka can be refined differently. Yes, you and, can. Oh, and yeah. it's it's dramatically different. Yes. So when people it's say from good to bad. That's mm -hmm. right. So when people say, Oh, I go to the bar, I drink vodka, I love it, that doesn't necessarily mean that they've experienced really good, smooth vodka. Really yeah, good really vodka. Smooth vodka. It'll change yeah. your hangover too. Like yeah. crystal yeah. or yeah. Yeah, I have like no hangover. Percent. I have no hangover today at all. Nothing, zero. Like I was like just completely normal. So yeah. anyway, so uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the the martini uh, for now. I think so. I prefer a big black dick. Big. Okay. So it is. It <laughs> you is explain a, that a vanilla rum that you can actually only get in the Caribbean. All right, and it's really good, just straight over ice. You know. Yeah. It it's smooth. It. It goes well in coffee. You I know. think it was the liqueur. Whenever we had it, there's is a, it, there's, there's is two it a different liqueur? types. Yeah, yeah. there's yeah. there's one that's like a, a regular rum, and then there's one that's more like of a liqueur that you can like sip on. And the I, liqueur is it really is to die for. 
Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, Debbie, favorite Mar- drink? Margaritas. Margarita. Oh, you know, I margarita would be up there for me too. Maybe that mm-hmm. would be number one. I'm not sure. We had Debbie and I had margaritas on uh, on Friday night. It was fabulous. They were fantastic. How come you keep throwing me out of this Friday night celebration? I'm sorry. Mitch was there too. We had margaritas. Mar- Mitch had margaritas too. It was fantastic. I wasn't there. No, you weren't. We, you weren't invited. Uh, I'm feeling bad. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm Apologize kidding. to Denny. Don't feel bad. I'm just kidding. Uh, no, it was fantastic. Denny G, what about you? What's your favorite drink? Uh, mine would be um, just Grey Goose over ice with three blue cheese stuffed olive. That's all I need. Grey Goose over ice. I was going to guess that or an Arnold Palmer. I wanted oh, to ask think- Debbie a question, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. On, in your margaritas, now, like my wife, she gets... She loves margaritas, but she always does call um, tequila. So she normally gets Don Julio Reposado with it so instead of the. And when you do that, she says, this is what she says. When you do that, they're making a drink for you instead of using a pre-mix. And so mm-hmm. they tend to be not as sweet. They don't have as much sugar in them. And by doing a, a call um, tequila, um, it makes for a better drink. Mm-hmm. So do you do call you do call tequila when you do yours or just rail stuff? If I'm if I'm doing a single one, yes, I will I will call my tequila. But if I'm doing like a pitcher like we did on Friday night, I that's fine too. I can handle that. It's just you know, if I have if I have my druthers, then I I want to do it with the pitchers too. Like she said. Yeah. Yeah, you can do it with pitchers too. Yeah, you can. It's more expensive. Not everybody drinks like like yeah, not everybody drinks their margaritas. Like I drink my margaritas, mm-hmm. so I usually try not to to force that on anybody. So I will. I will and Denny G, I've been out with you quite a few times. I would have guessed if I had to guess for you, I would have guessed an ice pick. Well, you know, when I don't want uh, when I when I want to taper things a little bit and not get hammered quickly, <laughs> um, I'll do ice picks. Yes. Yeah. And with Gregor's vodka what, again and lime, you know, but unsweetened tea. Is- Unsweetened tea because I don't want the sugar. So, so tell that's everyone. That's what I'm value drinking. Okay. So tell everyone the exact ingredients on an ice pick. No, just un- unsweet tea and vodka. Okay. That's yeah. simple. Yeah. It's a great summertime drink. Oh, it's a great drink anytime. In fact, I'm drinking one right now. All right. With uh, black cherry um, tea. Oh, nice. All right. Yeah. Uh, Sam, what about you? Um, my drink of choice would be a glass of red wine. If I was going to be drinking. Yeah. All right. What about That's... hand grenades, though? I mean, you know, back to the question, are we alcoholics? I'm sorry, Deb. <laughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. So um, when my when I'm talking to my health provider, I don't tell them how much or filling out the farm. You can see. I lie a little bit. How often do you Because I know you classify me that way because it doesn't take much. Three drinks a week and you're an alcoholic. So, right. So, in the answer to the listener's question, so yeah, we're probably all alcoholics because I think we do more than three drinks. I'm no quitter, people. I'm no quitter. I'm not an alcoholic because I'm no quitter. I really don't. It's funny. I know my alcohol, but I don't necessarily drink that often. That's that's the yeah. funny thing. I just know yeah. my alcohol. Like I don't drink every day. I can have a drink yesterday. Yeah, yeah. So there's there's a bar down in New Orleans, and they have um, they're called hand grenades, and those mm. are fantastic. And, but they will also mess you up pretty quickly. Lots I remember, of sugar in them. Yeah, we were playing a game where they had a breathalyzer test on the wall, and so we were playing the game to see who could get the Why highest not? score. Yeah. Well, when in New Orleans. 
fine. I don't, um, I don't remember who won. Yeah, I don't think any of us remember who won. <laughs> I do. Okay. Dennis won. I oh. remember Dennis won. Did he? <laughs> yeah. Hey, so our final listener question again. That was the first, that's a, that was only the first one, wasn't it? That was that oh. was the second one. We were did Bring the married in the drink. Oh yeah, married. That was a simple the final one. one. The third question, most commonly asked. Uh, again, asked a variety of different ways. Uh, favorite travel location. Some people ask vacation mm. spot, place mm-hmm. you like to go to, that sort of thing. So what's your favorite travel location? Mine would be the Caribbean, just in general, the Caribbean. I like going on cruise ships, but I would say the Caribbean. Someplace warm. I, if you look at Sam's, if you're watching us on YouTube, if you look mm. at Sam's background, that that that's it right there. Like that Sam could turn around, and that's exactly where, that's where oh. I want to be. Yep, that's where I want to be. The palm trees and the ocean back there. Uh, that's what I'm looking for. Yep. Debbie? I don't necessarily have a favorite because I like, you know, it depends on what I'm looking for as to what type of vacation I want to take. Mm -hmm. I'll do, you know, mountains, I'll do oceans, I'll do, you know, pretty much anything. So I just like to travel and I haven't obviously done a whole lot of it recently. Yeah. All right. Uh, Mitch? Uh, I'm actually, so I, I love going to the Caribbean. I love going to Europe. Um, the one thing I really actually don't like is going, um, at, I know that this is going to sound mean, but I have a Pavloni reaction to this is going West of the Mississippi. Um, partly because when I was like eight, my father decided that a great vacation idea would be to land in Salt Lake city and to drive to Canada, stopping to see attractions along the way. And when you're eight, I mean, it's literally like you, we'd wake up at five in the morning, drive yeah, for six hours, March, man. yeah, see something for like an hour and a half, then get in the car and yeah. drive for two to three hours to the next hotel. And that was two, yeah. three weeks vacation of this. And I'm just, and then we're like, uh, so, you know, whenever my family's like, but think about going West this year for vacation, have fun. Mm-hmm. So, but no, I, I do love the Caribbean. Um, and I love Europe, uh, Paris, Amsterdam. Don't you live West of the Mississippi? I'm not talking. Okay, just checking. Sam, Sam, what about you? Travel, um, travel I am I'm okay with anywhere where it is warm. I would prefer to travel when it's warm. You I am cold okay. all the time. Yeah, yeah, I'm always cold. I'm I would be uh, I'm okay with going like overseas whenever it is cooler. Um, but I definitely would prefer not to be below sixty anywhere. Yeah. But I'll go anywhere as long as it's above sixty. Yeah uh denny g what about you yeah i've been a lot of places I, I a lot of places i liked um but the place that i go have gone to the most frequent has been the royal hideaway which is south of cancun and it just so happens that the i'm sorry the listeners can't see this but if you're looking on youtube the background that i have here is the affinity pool at royal hideaway it's a small resort gorgeous uh, yeah, it was, it was really when we went there, it was just really awesome. Food was really awesome. I'm not so sure about now. I just read a review actually a couple of days ago. It wasn't particularly good about the place, but we've, I've been there more than any other vacation place other than a home down in Florida. You know, so, so tropical Cancun type place. Oh, yeah. Well, it's, it's you know, right off. It's a mile. You know, the pier where you come across from Cozumel. Sure. It's like a 1.1 mile south of that pier on the oh, beach okay. yeah yeah well we've also have quite a few me- email uh inviting us to india 
So maybe some point we should put together a because I would go. Gladly, I would. I would love go, to to go India. to India. I would go to India once we get the pandemic over. I would yeah. go there. I would be so. Yeah, we ecstatic. would do a show in India. So we we got uh, quite a few listeners have written us for the food alone. Come to oh. India. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Indian food is. Yeah. Oh, that's heaven. It is. So yeah. So we would do. We would do India for sure. That's a great show. Uh, Sam has our. Apologize, which I don't feel like we have to apologize to anyone. I really don't. Heavy. Really? Oh. I think you we offended to... everybody on the show, Dennis. No, no. We have to apologize to Mitch twice at the very beginning of the show. It's his birthday. He deserves it. We have to apologize to Dennis's mom yet again. Yeah. We got to apologize to Dennis's car because he's been neglecting it forever. We have to apologize to Liza, not Liza Minnelli. Lizzie. The waitress. Liza. I thought it was Lida. Lizzie, Izzy. We have to apologize for Debbie for not getting an invite to dinner. We got to apologize to Mexicans. Oh, and Denny G, we didn't invite him either. We have to apologize for anybody that's in first class while Mitch walks by and farts. (laughs) Mitch. Creative creative crop dusting. I feel like we should apologize to Morgan Freeman because we made some faces during that. We did. We did. Watch us on YouTube. You'll see the faces. He's going to come get you. We have to apologize to March of the Penguins yet again, Dennis. Fine. We have to apologize to BTS. We have to apologize to McDonald's. We apologize that we bash chicken nuggets. It's very shameful. Just nuggets. Just nuggets. Not chicken. Just nuggets. <laughs> just nuggets. All right. <laughs> we have to apologize to the TomTom GPS system for Mitch calling it a dick dick. Dick dick. We also have to apologize to black and white films. Dennis. Shameful. Uh, we have to apologize to flight attendants, yeah. uh, Mitch's unmentionables, uh, Karens that are nice because now you're getting shoved under the plane. Thanks, Mitch. We have to apologize to Utah, Mormons. We have to apologize to Denny G as well. But we want to give out a special thanks yet again to Chef Andre of World Special Kitchen. Yeah, absolutely, for sure. I thought yeah. I'd throw in something nice at the end. It was, was it was definitely super nice. Yeah. Dennis, where can you find us? Yeah, Debbie, where can you find our show? Everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah, once again, if you're listening to us on a podcast, you can find us on YouTube. And if you're watching us on YouTube, you can find us uh, anywhere you can find your popular podcast. Sam, what do you got? I do believe that we need to give an apology to myself for last week. Uh, I believe that oh. I was... Uh, I think I was talked about quite a bit about going to the Betty Ford Clinic. You were well, trash because we you were trashed. We did apologize to you, though. Oh, okay. that's nice. You made the list. list. You were on the list. You did make the okay, list. Okay, I just wanted to make sure I made the list. And I want to point out that this week's list, I feel like I didn't contribute as greatly to it as I normally do. I feel like, you know, finally I had some help, and that was good. Yeah. Why do you all look yeah, so- you feel proud of? I don't what? feel like I don't know. No. No. Uh, uh, live in your own world. Right? Exactly. It's fine. <laughs> That's it for this week. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, remember, write us podcast at DennisGeorgeShow.com. Follow us on all the social media channels for some extra fun along the way. <laughs> we will uh we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Yeah, Join us again next time for another edition of the Dennis George Show. Thanks for watching.
happy birthday, Mitch.